0: Snuff production. They're cleaning spills and splitting bills. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
1: Friend of a friend has a kid in uh, high school here in Sydney, Alex Dyson. Okay, going uh, to St. Joseph's. No, <laughs> not getting that special red carpet treatment. <laughs> Um, but they uh, they did send circle out circle a little petition around the school and around friends. They're trying to make it go viral, mm. uh, requesting that the uh, New South Wales schools delay their school holidays until um, until the end of lockdown.
2: Really, time it for the end of lockdown, <laughs> and then. Straight on into two weeks.
1: I reckon, I reckon they deserve it, you know? Like, I re- I'm keen for this idea. As soon as, as soon as it's off, let's get all the kids back out there in the community <laughs> spreading germs wouldn't, again. Wouldn't parents <laughs> at
2: the end of lockdown want to go, get out of the house for six <laughs> hours?
1: Go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, parents will be the ones going, get to school <laughs> now, please. We could use up those school but, holidays uh, right now. I could imagine. I, I like the idea of a young... You know, a little politician trying to to get what they want. A couple extra weeks because they've had it rough during school holidays.
2: Well, have you ever had a petition that has worked? No, to be honest. I remember back in school, had to try to get a petition to get our friend Dion into our class because he was in eight... M and did we were you, in 8.0 or something like that. You and actually did that? Yeah, we started a petition. Started getting people to sign a petition to get Dion into our class. Didn't work how in many, the end. How many people signed it? Oh, I think we've got about 100 or something around the school. <laughs> it, everyone. That's that Democracy ridiculous. Manifest. Okay, uh, right fine. There. All right, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Hit us up with your petitions. What's yeah. your petition? <laughs> when has it worked? At matt.n.alex. Or even if it hasn't worked, just send it to it. Let us know what you what you petitioned for.
2: Or if you currently got one going and you want a little bit of a petition, you know, spruik, we'll spruik your petition. <laughs> on All Day Breakfast. If it's we'll...
1: something we believe in, absolutely.
2: I think we're going to steer away from any anti-vax petitions. Um, but other than that, we're pretty open-minded people who do yeah. our own research. Um, so get in touch. But we've got a big show today, Matt Kind Charlie Pickering will be joining us, uh, the weekly in Incredible Show. But he's got a brand new one coming out on Audible, and we're going to tell you a little bit
1: about it very, very soon. Yeah, we're also going to be chatting to our man, Chris Marsh, who's going to be letting us know about a particular string of movies which we touched on last week. So uh, he's going to give us the full insight into, let's say, a bunch of classics, (laughs) Alex Dyson. I think it's fair to call them.
2: I think there'd be some classics and there'd be be some clingers. Um, (laughs) But we'll see see what goes up next with our producer, Chris Marsh. Hope you're doing well, whatever you're up to today. This is Matt and Alex, All Day breakfast. Yes, Matt, a very big sporting sequel Coming out this week, Space Jam 2 featuring LeBron James, King James, as he calls himself on Instagram, following on from the uh, the Michael Jordan movie, uh, which kicked off the franchise in the
1: 90s. You know what? I never watched it. Never watched the original Space Jam? No. I mean, I definitely knew the song because it was all over the place. Oh, um, but It was good stuff. What's it even about?
2: Um, <laughs> it's Michael Jordan... Um, has to play against aliens who have stolen the powers of other basketball players. And so oh. someone, they stole Charles Barkley, um, a few other people, <laughs> Patrick Ewing, maybe. <laughs> anyway, there's a sequel a long time in the mix. And it, it comes at the same time. We talked about some sporting sequels just last week uh, with a record, two Airbud references on the show, Airbud being the golden retriever dog who played basketball in the original film and then began to play lots of different sports. Okay, so we did mention that a couple of times, but as soon as movies get mentioned on the show, we cannot help but bring in our main movie man, Marshy, to um have a chat to us about it. G'day Marshy.
3: G'day guys. Now have you watched Space Jam? I'm trying to re- I would've. A long time ago. It's not sticking in my memory too much, but yeah. What about Airbud? I have seen Airbud, the original. <laughs> I still I haven't seen Airbud. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you've never watched
2: it? I've never watched Airbud. You talk about it more than anyone you reference I know. He about it a lot. Yeah, it's, it, I just find it very funny. And I knew, <laughs> and I did I did look at the, sequ- there was like, there's like seven sequels. And I looked at it one day. And so I was talking to Marshy about that. And you said, Marshy, no, no, there's not seven anymore. I think the last there's time I looked 14. it up, there's, there's been more. There's 14. And so I thought, what better moments, you know, with Space Jam 2 coming out. I mean, you also saw Fast and Furious 9 the other week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, let's talk about that for a
1: sec. <laughs> Wait, before we get into that number nine, what happens in number one, Fast and Furious, is about people stealing cars.
3: Yeah, so from very humble beginnings in that kind of undercover cop, illegal street racing, all based in reality, you sure. know, relatively, first movie, we're now up to number nine where it seems they have actually one of the major plot points is from memes on the internet which was about three movies ago, people were going, "What? what's, They're, you know, flying cars between buildings in Dubai. They're taking out a submarine <laughs> with cars. What's next? <laughs> Are they going to go to space? Well, yes. In Fast <laughs> oh, 9, no, j- they strap a rocket to a car and go no. to space. Thank you, Richard Branson. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three separate times in this movie, they use a car to catch someone as if it's a baseball glove. <laughs> Like catch them out of the air, what, like, right? a like a convertible. They're going to land in a car. No, no, no! Catch them on the bonnet because you know. <laughs> Physics, gravity, and logic don't apply in this universe. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, I know there's an element of needing to suspend disbelief now before these movies and just try and turn your brain off and enjoy them for a popcorn movie experience.
2: Sounds like a dick dastardly uh, just sort can't. of contraption.
3: So wait, okay, let's let's stop let's stop talking about movies that are
1: obviously unbelievable and ridiculous and let's get on to basketball playing dogs.
3: <laughs> okay now so, well, as the most famous line in the movie. This won't find anything in there that says a dog can't play. He's right. Ain't no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> Ain't no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. They look it up in the book and he's cleared to take it on. So that was the first Air Bud movie, which apparently came from... The dog knew all these tricks. The owner had mm. this dog and they would send it into funniest home videos of this dog doing all the tricks and they went, We could probably turn that into a movie. That's incredible. Well, Marjo so, yeah, I wow.
2: wanted to get you in. I want you to tell take me through these Airbud sequels, okay? Tell us all about it.
3: nineteen ninety seven Airbud. Josh meets an abused golden retriever and Aww. finds out that he can play basketball. Aww. So Aww. that's the first one. Saves him.
1: Picking the dog off the streets realizing you can turn into a champion that sounds very sweet.
3: Well,
2: there's not that many purebred golden retrievers at the pound. I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't think.
3: Second movie, one year later, we move to the world of American football and as you said Alex, the title yes. was
2: uh Airbud 2 Golden Receiver. Yes. Now, is it the same golden retriever who then changes the, um, sports, like yes. in, Code in, space, yeah, in, in Space Jam, it's when Michael Jordan stops playing basketball and goes to play baseball. Is that yeah. what happens in Air Bud 2, Golden yeah. and Receiver? Josh's
3: golden retriever learns to play American football.
4: Yes.
2: Wow. Okay. I would have also thought after Air Bud, all sporting codes would be scrambling to update their constitutions to say a dog can't <laughs> <Yeah>. play.
3: Could <laughs> they not. They didn't get it quick enough. <laughs> because very soon after that, they discovered that Buddy's ball playing skills could also apply to soccer. So the third oh. movie was Airbud World Pup. World Pup. Oh yes.
1: <laughs> okay. I bet he dumps up at one point and heads the ball into the goal. I yep. bet. Yes, absolutely. It's all to do with heading because that's really he doesn't have a opposable <laughs> thumb. So Is
2: wait, wait 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 wait. Okay. Question about a dog <laughs> playing soccer. Is it a handball if he hits it with his front <laughs> paws?
1: Okay. What happens or, in that? We've
2: got
3: 14 to get
2: through. Let's go. That? Four What's... legs, and so he can hit it with all of them.
3: <laughs> um, sorry, actually, by this stage, Golden Receiver was so badly received at the box office, <laughs> we've now gone straight to video. So oh. the, these Ooh, were no longer being receiver. released in the, in the cinemas. Okay. So World Pup was straight to video. Then there was Air Bud 7th Inning Fetch.
1: I don't understand what that is. Is that well,
3: baseball? The seventh inning stretch, yeah. He joins oh, a baseball okay. team and becomes a star player. I don't yeah. know if Wait. he holds the bat in his mouth. Yeah,
1: or... and shakes his head to hit it. This is ridiculous. There is literally no way. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's four.
3: Number five, <laughs> five. Airbud bud spikes back.
2: We're on <laughs> the beach volleyball no. courts here, aren't we? No. I have a grab.
3: Clearly, they didn't have enough sports things, so it gets hijacked halfway through with a diamond heist. As soon as their backs
2: are turned, the
5: jewel of the hours. <laughs> the diamond has been stolen. The town needs a hero. There he is. Oh, buddy's
3: here. Oh, Thanks, buddy. Airbud spikes back. <laughs> Oh, yes. And after he's solved the jewel heist, they celebrate with a game of beach folly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right, number six. That was the end of Air buddy officially retired for after his five sports. All of the rest are spin-offs of his puppies. Okay. So oh, that, wow, so big litter. Okay. All of those
2: five were the same dog in the context of...
3: Not in the movies, but in the context of yes. the universe, yes. Okay. The next- do we Are there any sex scenes in Air Bud? <laughs> yeah, <no.
4: laughs>
3: do we see? Do we see Bud like getting a mate? And it's owned by Disney. <laughs> okay. Um, so likely not. I would say. Okay. So then the back. Air Buddies no. series takes over, where the Air Buddies are his puppies. There's five of them, and we are now in the movie world where the dogs talk. Um, so the puppies talk now. So in the first films, the dog says nothing. It's not like Babe. No, it, the it's dog just, is it's just, just a dog who plays sport and barks, and barks yeah,
2: occasionally. Barks. Okay, but now we've we've got some voice. What's what's what is number six?
3: Number six is Air Buddies, where Buddy and Molly's. So he does have a wife, uh, Molly. Their offspring work together to help each other rescue their parents. Oh, okay, a bit of a reverse Finding Nemo. Good. Then it's just an exercise for the next uh, eight movies of. <laughs> Going through every t- genre movie you can think of, and have it with golden receiver puppies. <laughs> yeah, so the talk. Snow Buddies, where they go on an Alaskan adventure. Yeah, excellent. Then having what we just talked about, Space Buddies.
5: We're lost in space, dog.
0: Whoa! Oh, we're going to the moon. Are you ready to go for the walk of
3: your lives? Yes, the space <laughs> so, walk of your lives. Uh, is that the dogs talking to each That's other? That's the dogs talking to each other, dog. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. We're going to the moon, dog. Yeah, they go, wow. their owner takes them on an excursion to the space exploration company. And they accidentally get on the ship and it gets launched and they end up <laughs> oh, on the moon. Yeah.
5: Sure.
3: They get guided back to Earth by their mission control voice who turns out to be a ferret. <laughs> <laughs> Voiced by Amy Sedaris.
2: <laughs> is there a like a Neil Armstrong joke, this is one small step for puppy? I imagine there'd have to be. One you'd, ha- giant, you'd
3: imagine, right? One um, giant
2: leap for dog kind.
3: Their spacesuits include room for their tails. Oh, that's
1: handy. They'd be like... Houston, we have a schmacko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. Space Buddies is in there. Where else do they go? Okay, so there has to be a Christmas special. So there's Santa Buddies. Right. Where they team Are they, up. Do they guide, they, they guide the sled? Oh, they team up with Puppy Paws, who's, you know, everyone knows is Santa's dog. Oh, instead dog. of Santa Claus, yeah. Um, and the son <laughs> of Santa Paws <laughs> to end the melting of a magical icicle that's threatening Christmas. Right. Spooky Buddies. <laughs> That is Halloween. the Halloween episode. <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
3: Treasure Buddies, the Indiana Jones-style adventure. I have a grab. An incredible quest
0: we will lead five intrepid explorers to the greatest fortune in the desert.
4: Desert? I thought you said dessert. Butterball.
0: <laughs> Disney's Treasure Buddies.
4: All this digging is making me hungry. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> what do puppies do? They dig. Yeah, <laughs> of course they found treasure in the desert. No, great. Okay, what and movie? then of course we're now in the Marvel world, so of course they found some magic rings and became superheroes. Ready to kick some tail.
0: Great <laughs> <Ride like> puppy, strong <laughs> like bull. These rings have given us some epic powers. Just think of the good we can do. Can you levitate that hot dog into my mouth? That is the best trick ever. Disney
1: Super Buddy. <laughs> and that, is that where it ends? Please tell me that's where it ends. <laughs> that
3: is the Although there are other Two more spin-offs From the Santa special (laughs) um, Which are actually prequels (laughs) Um, Where when Santa's in trouble Paws has to save Christmas With the help of some friends That's the search for Santa Paws And then the Santa Paws 2 The Santa Pups (laughs) <laughs> and the Christmas spirit begins to disappear, Mrs. Claus and Santa pups must race to save Christmas around the world. Oh,
2: my God. So well, they, they, they started going straight to video at one stage. Is well, there a all point? of them except the first two. At, at some point, they must have been going straight to bin. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no other way that this could have gone.
1: There's, they're going to run out of exciting things to do and soon they're just going to be like really boring. It'll be like oven pup. Two dogs have to clean their oven before they move out of home.
3: <laughs> yeah, b- bond clean buddies. <laughs> the Disney Buddy series is one of the top director DVD franchises in the world, valued at three hundred million dollars.
1: Oh, whoa. well, I'm going to stop laughing now and uh, ask for a job. <laughs> Hello. That's
2: it. Uh, Matt, you, you've done a few auditions recently. Could get on the Buddy series. Um, well, that is excellent, Marshy. Thank you for taking us through the Airbud sequels. Um, a, and a massive amount of research has gone into that. <laughs> yeah. 14 films uh, worth. So we appreciate you doing the deep I can't believe dive. you watched
1: all of them twice just this week <laughs> so that you could inform us. Thank you so much.
3: Well, if you're, if you're stuck in lockdown, there's something for you to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that. there you go. Better get started. <laughs> you
1: say you don't like dogs. I'm, oh, wait, what about quarantine puppies? No, <laughs> <laughs> testing center puppies. Pandemic pups. Yeah. <laughs> they race to send the swab back to the lab.
0: <laughs> the lab is a Labrador
2: we got to send this one back to the
1: lab. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you
3: rang? <laughs> coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh
0: coffee never hurt
1: anyone. No, oh, I feel a buzz. Well, it's a Tuesday, Alex Dyson, and a Tuesday has three of the letters of our next guest. The <gasps> T, the D... And the A. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it only needs four more letters <laughs> to make. <laughs> Is this real life right now? Are we professional broadcasters? It needs an R, an N, a T. No, Tuesday's and, got a T. Oh, wait. An, an O energy. <laughs>
2: All right, we would definitely if Matt wasn't <laughs> locked down at home and we could just hit record again in the studio, we would totally do that right now. But it's too niggly. So we're just going to get straight into our next segment here, which is called Rant Dog, a time where we uh, we see an influx of ratings every single Tuesday, Matt, because Rant Dog is unafraid to tell it like it is. And um, that's what you need to do. You need to court controversy in this uh,
1: very saturated media market. You are just like when I put a pair of my underpants out on the line to dry and they got hit by lightning. Shock jocks. <laughs> All right, so... Okay, but in order Don't, to do I'm this, only saying this because we can't redo it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: so basically in order to do... Rant Dog is the best in the business because he picks up on what the people are saying, what the people are doing, and most importantly, what the people are frustrated with. So we ask you to send us a little voice memo of something that's been uh, really peeving you in the last seven days, and uh, we've got Kev who's got in touch with us with something that is really getting on his goat.
5: My name is Kev from Brisbane. And as I eat my cereal, it makes me bring up something that I want to share with Rat Dong. And that is the cereal boxes. I love cereal. Cereals the best. But I do not like the packaging when you go to open it. On the ads, it's like they've used... Really thick grade like business card style GSM for the lids. Open so steadily, no buckle. When I open it, it looks like an actual rat dong has opened it. It tears in every little bit, every little area. Boof, where the glue is. Bang. Oh, no glue. I'll stick. Anyway, peace. I love the show.
2: Oh, Big Kev. oh Big Kev is not excited because he has hit upon something Matt, which has been infuriating consumers for generations.
1: I feel like you're not going to eat any cornflakes. I think you're you're more into scorn flakes. <laughs> I tell you I think, you're getting, I think you're getting mad
2: to drizzle a whole heap of uh, chalky milk over some scorn flakes right now because I am
5: sick and tired
2: and exhausted
5: and ill of these packaging companies telling us to our faces easy open, easy pour, easy storage, and then nobody doing it. <laughs> the amount of times I've gone to stuff my face with some shapes, you open the cardboard, it rips at the side. What what are you doing? And then you go to open a cardboard box and it's it's too tight. Don't get me stuck. I'm not going to stop at cardboard. What about jars? Right? Have we figured them out yet? I'm I'm getting the tea towel. I'm putting it under the hot water. Just give us something we can open well. Is that too much to ask
1: about, O'Kine? Do you remember the old milk cartons with the with the you open to the, peel them open? Suddenly you, you got to shove a pen in to try and peel the cardboard out. It's spilling out the lip. What about the dotted lines? Cut with your scissors along here. No, thank you. Give us something
5: that we can use. Oh, what about easy? Yep. I'll oh, just tear here. It'll come off in one. No, it won't. When does that ever happen, Matt? It doesn't give me tears, it gives me tears, <laughs> all right? Because I've never
1: seen packaging that has worked. What about tearing your glad wrap in one go? That's, <gasps> that's, oh, that's a are. whole disaster. Are you trying to get
2: my veins out of my neck, mate? Is that what you're trying to do to me?
1: You just end up tearing it apart like some sort of superhuman just ripping this stuff. It all clings up around your hand. Suddenly you're... Your shepherd's pies on the on the bench just getting colder and colder by the second. What about when you open a chip packet the wrong way and it splits down the side? Every time you reach in, it just cuts it open more. Got chips spilling out onto your lap. You ever unravelled toilet paper the wrong way? Oh, the pies
5: get separated, <laughs> and suddenly you're two squares ahead of where you need to be. All right, you feel like why aren't these lining up? We've had enough time. We've evolved enough. We need the full package.
2: Anyway, send your voice memos to matt.and.alex. And Um, and just in other news, Rant Dog is looking for a menthol sponsorship. If you work at Soothers, (laughs) Butter Menthol, um, Anti-Cal. How is the throat? I tell you I what, I reckon it's
1: stinging right now. You probably need to go get a test after this. It's going to be gravelly.
2: <laughs> yeah, when have, <laughs> since when have you been experiencing dry throat and cough symptoms? Well, I tell you what, since I gave it to the packaging industry. Anyway, we'll um, we'll move on with the show, shall we? We've got Charlie picking in a moment. It'll be good. Oh, order up.
5: Just how you
2: like it. It's perfect. All day breakfast. I'm Matt O'Kine. We're a big fan of this gentleman's work across all sorts of disciplines and right now he's joining the Audible original uh, group of people of which there are some incredible stuff coming out. Charlie Pickering is his name. The Time Traveller's Guide to Not Dying is... The name of the brand new Audible original, and he's joining us right now, Charlie Pickering. How's it going, man?
6: It's very good. It's very good. Thank you, and and solid plug off the top there. Appreciate that.
2: Not a problem. Now that that's out of the way, what's going on in your life, my man? Why are we Why are we travelling through time?
6: Well, it's it, the best explanation is. I think the present is a bit not great. Uh, I think the what future is concerning. Why would you say that? Oh, why would you say
1: that? I think it's great. It's going it's good. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's, it's. Yeah, I mean what you're in lockdown you're you're in lockdown right now as I can't leave now. I can't
1: leave my house. I mean it's awesome. I, can't, I don't know what's wrong with the present.
6: Yeah, oh, oh, of course, of course. It's you know, and to me it's just like it's great of you guys to be so retro up in Sydney already. Just so – it's a it's a pastiche on 2020. Yeah, you know. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's usually exactly. Melbourne,
2: the head of the culture thing. You'll see the French expression impressionist at the NGV and then a few months later, oh, look, oh, oh finally, Sydney's got Harry Potter and the Ch- Cursed Child. Great. All right, well done. Yeah. A few months later.
6: <laughs> but the time travel thing, look, I mean, like a lot of people, I've always been obsessed with time travel and I think it's really – it's just funny, but it's also – Um, In this case, it's a great way to do comedy about history. And Mm. and basically the premise is this is the audio instruction guide that comes with your time machine in the year 2040. Yes. And I am a washed-up future version of myself. I'm like the Alan Partridge of Charlie Pickering in the future. And as a condition of my parole, I am delighted to present this audio guide (laughs) on how... To use your time machine. And so basically um, it, it's an instruction manual and there are some fairly elaborate portions where I'm explaining how to use parts of your time machine. Uh, and and the rest of it is it's like getaway, but for travelling through time rather than travelling to regional Victoria, right? Yeah. So it's, and, and I send my correspondents, Natasha and Toby, who are played by Claire Hooper and Frank Woodley, and they go back each episode to a different historical period, or follow a different great historical figure, and we get to know some genuine history. Like we had a historian researching for this project. It's you will learn stuff you didn't know about history, but it's all just sketch comedy set in the past with a bit of future wisdom in the present. Is that did that's, I explain it? That's did that makes no. Sense? That that, that sums it up perfectly. And, I mean,
2: I I understand that so much better than most. Bits of media that involve time travel, like Interstellar. I'm still trying to wrap my head around exactly what happened, but I think, Charlie, I think you've nailed the genre perfectly there, man.
6: Thank you. This is the first series I really want to make more because I want to flesh out the backstory of how I came to be in an orbiting space prison. And so in the future, what I'll say is that the the Timeslide 9000 is a creation of a corporation simply called The Corporation, because in the future there is one big company that runs yeah. the world, um, and I have to say, considering Audible is an Amazon company, they were very good about us making <laughs> that suggestion. That's very nice
1: of them. But <clears throat> if you if you could go back to one time in history, you know, you would have had to put your character your, your character hat on and think about all this. What would it be? Yeah. What excites you the most?
6: I mean, I, I, it's a really tough call. I mean, to to hear the founding fathers of America. <clears throat> Sing Lin-Manuel's original score would be incredible. To, 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 like, to, to go back and see Hamilton performed in its original form would be great. Um, oh, man, it's really hard to get tickets for that time zone, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. It's really tough. I mean, doing this, what's been really cool is some of the really ancient stuff that we didn't know about. Like we, There's one episode, which is the rock tour of history, where we literally do a tour of history's greatest rocks. Great, the and
2: geolo- a geologist' delight.
6: A geologist' delight, but it's all like we do Stonehenge and Hammurabi's Code of Laws, and we do the Easter Island Heads. Yes, and, and I actually reckon being there when they built Stonehenge to have some idea how and why they did it would be great. Like there's, that would be called cool a rock we up and just go. What
1: are you guys up to here? Yeah, what's the leading? What's <laughs> yeah. the leading like thing that you th- you did the research? What do you real? What do you think happened?
6: I literally have no idea how they did it. Like, that's it's inexplicable because the rock is from a long way away. And it's just that it's like some of the pieces are like multiple tons in weight. Mm. So I have no explanation as to how they did it. Like, genuinely no idea.
1: Did you have you seen a video on the internet? Recently, about the they had the 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 sort of groups of people pulling with a Rocking rope and they and were like walking yeah, the yeah. Rock. I watched
6: it. That there, there was a there was on History Channel. Or um, I, I watched the whole episode. It was like they got a bunch of people together and they tried to do it, and it was a disaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I saw one clip on YouTube. <laughs> That's it. Made it, it look really possible. I watched this.
6: I watched the whole episode, and there was just halfway through it going. Something tells me the original builders. Had more experience than some local volunteers. I just—I had a feeling they'd done this thing before. Yeah. But what's What's fun, What's interesting that I didn't know before is, everyone thinks they were built by the druids, um. But they weren't built by the druids. The druids just like to go there and um, uh, do their stuff. So the druids were almost a gentrification of. <laughs> Stonehenge. Oh, man, it was I, more primitive before I, the druids came.
2: When druids come and move into your area into your area <laughs> and, and such, you know, shutting down all the room. The coffee live music shops start
6: opening up. Solstice used to be so much more authentic before the druids came in. So true. And all under.
2: their potions cost $650. <laughs> you know, it's all I'm like,
6: I'm like, if you didn't want the henge, if you didn't want the henge, why'd you move into the neighborhood in the first place? Why are exactly you objecting right. to the henge? Have you um have you? Why are you telling the council to pull down the hedge? <laughs> you moved into the neighbourhood. You said yeah, you wanted you it.
1: Yeah. Don't move to the hedge if you don't like hearing the sound of slaughtered lambs and stuff. <laughs> just you know, hinging. just don't, just do hinging it. it. <laughs>
2: um, have you, just just on a side note, Charlie, have you um, seen the uh, song by Ilvis, the Norwegian comedy duo Ilvis, who sung, um, what does the fox say? They have a very yeah. funny song about Stonehenge and I oh, just, really? I'd recommend you have a look at that. It's like, um, it's, what's the deal the with Stonehenge? A, gi- a giant granite birthday cake. Or a prison far too easy to escape Something like that That's just a little <laughs> um, yeah. But Ilva's very um, funny Go check it out Alex
1: Dyson likes more comedy music than anyone I know Like he actually listens to like Weird Al Like, like you're across Weird Al's full like I was catalog. listening the other
2: day Because Bo Burnham's Inside was such an in- incredible show And mm. the songs that he able to come up with was were really great um, but a comedy song? Did you, did you get the pipes out for um Time Traveler's Guide to Not Dying, Charlie? You any any d- inject any songs in there for me?
6: I did some singing. There isn't like they're not comedy songs, but I basically throughout the rock tour episode, I'm playing some some sweet white metal guitar <laughs> and singing like a front man to a hair metal band through the whole thing. But I'm just singing my lines, hosting it. Um, so but there's some. But can you give us it.
1: a? Can you give us a line now? Let me, I want to hear. I want to hear Charlie Pickering go um, full metal.
6: Uh, it was. It was always. Uh, I was doing. It was all stuff like. Uh, I was like, go into the. Henge. <laughs> 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 We're
5: gonna go to Stonehenge now. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Oh, I tell you what, that um, is that is a – I can see you going back and I, fronting for oh, wait, Van Hayes or something there, Charlie. Sorry, yeah, I, I'm I, getting I, I a think call, maybe, guys.
6: maybe back up for the darkness is the best I could hope for. Yeah, I was going to say, uh,
1: Scissor Sisters, I, I'm getting a call <laughs> from the Scissor Sisters. They're
2: pretty keen. That's it. The Audible original series uh, created by Charlie Pickering and starring Claire Hooper and Frank Woodley, the time Traveler's guide to not dying. Thank you so much for uh, chatting to us about it there, Charlie. All the best for the future and the past, I guess, as well, and um, we'll chat to you soon.
6: Beautiful sign-off. Loved it. Can't fault that. Well done. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, bye. Everybody
5: wants to be a pickle jar hero.
1: Well, we've known to have a guilt-free whinge here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, Alex Dyson. Um, yep. You know, we've often invited you to come on and have a bit of a whinge, you know, you listening. Um, and yesterday, look, I took liberty to uh, indulge myself uh, in such a whinge, when I had a, a bit of a go at waiters remembering things. Yeah, there's no, you know, just don't want to throw blame around, but
2: we we want to convey to waiters that they're under no pressure at all to remember what we say without any sort of aid, i.e., no. pen and paper.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, you don't need. To, you're it, like. I'm really glad that you've got a great memory. You just don't need to do it. And, I, and I'm annoyed more about the rich people who go to fancy restaurants who then thought, oh, that's a good thing for a – rate." that, that to mm. me, conveys a good waiter, therefore that that's the standard. I just don't need to think that.
2: So we've asked you for our waiter whinges and, oh, look who's back in the stewed, Chris Marsh. Mate, you've got a whinge about waiters. <laughs> oh, I'm still fuming.
3: Five oh, <laughs> years later. Um... <laughs> What's happened? I vowed to never return and I haven't. <laughs> I won't name the restaurant. Oh, but to a was, particular restaurant. It or was a cafe. chicken a chicken restaurant, yes. And I am not someone who loves bones in my chicken. Sure. Okay. I'm I'm a generally just a breast man and a white meat only sort of person. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you how much I'm judging you for that, but anyway. <laughs> no, my partner judges me enough. Um my family <laughs> and the friends we were with Talk me into uh, – we'll go here. Look, it says bo- they have boneless chicken on the menu. Okay, fine. We'll go there. We go in. They have three types of fried chicken on the menu, one of which is boneless. I ordered the boneless because it's the only one I want to eat. Yep. The waiter says, oh, we're out. Don't have any. Like,
2: oh. <laughs> Don't have any boneless chicken. No
3: boneless
2: – you've only three got three things on boned the menu. chicken. <laughs> yeah. But isn't yeah. boned chicken just – boneless chicken with a <laughs> that is yet to become its true destiny.
3: Yeah, <laughs> anyway.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like they're like, "Oh yeah, we didn't have any of the boneless chickens here today. We had to Yeah. We had to only use the boned
2: yeah. chickens. Oh, sorry. We've only got boneless chicken. Like it's harder to put the bones in <laughs> when you've just got boneless <laughs> if you've run out of boned. Anyway, Anyway, (laughs) I
3: reluctantly order some bone chicken. Okay. (laughs) Some wings, right? Yep. Going, "Eh, I'm not really going to enjoy this. Oh, but
1: you got wings. So you went from boneless
3: chicken to like the most bone chicken. Well, that's what they had. Yeah, it was wings or drumsticks or boneless. And they didn't have boneless. Okay, yep. Fair enough. So literally two minutes later, I hear him at the next table and I hear someone go, oh, boneless chicken, please. And he goes, yep, and writes it down. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He walks off and I catch his attention and I went, what's going ca- Sorry, I couldn't accept, help couldn't it over, help here. But over here. He went, oh, yeah, they just got a delivery of some. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, I'll have the boneless chicken then, please. <laughs> And he's like, I've already put your order in. I went, it's been two minutes. Yeah. Can you go and check, please? He goes to the kitchen, comes back, and this is what he said to me, and this is what annoyed me the most. He goes, yeah, nah, better luck next time.
2: Whoa.
4: (laughs) And I was just like, I'm out.
2: Well, for someone who doesn't <laughs> like bones, Marcia, you had a bone to pick exactly. uh, right there. A couple of them, actually. Thank you very much
1: for your story. Went to go and pay. They're like, you're like, you know what? Don't have money today. <laughs> Better, Better luck, luck, next, luck time. next time. Uh,
2: I did before I gave it away. <laughs> Better luck next time. Uh, but, well, let's, we're about to get to a few calls. We got some messages
1: as well, um, uh, Matt Okine, on the Matt.Alex Instagram. Lily Grover um, uh, said, our waiter said no to us, asking, are you sure you don't want to write this down? <laughs> and then got all five of our coffee orders wrong. Wow. I mean, surely they did that on purpose because they were offended by the question. Yeah, you'd think so. Um,
0: Ella surely. is also joining
1: us. G'day, Ella.
0: Hey, how you going?
2: So good. you got a bit of a waiter whinge?
0: Well, I used to be a waiter, so I'm a Ooh. bit torn on this situation because I have had some terrible waiters serve me, but then as a waiter, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm a bit defensive. I'm like, there's a lot going on there.
2: And I'm sure there are some terrible customers.
0: <laughs> oh, you would not even believe <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, look, field. look.
1: Okay. I, I want to hear. I want to hear your waiter whinge or your, you know, your story, Ella. But I, just for now, I want you listening. If you've got a a customer whinge, yeah. Well, then th- now is your time to yeah. uh, to <laughs> rebuttal.
2: Because a waiter whinge can be a whinge about waiters, or it could be a waiter whinging, and um, we're happy to to. Uh, receive a guilt-free whinge from you, Ella, about a particular customer you've met over the years?
0: I have to say, I'm pretty good with, like, adding people's, you know, extras onto people's food. And especially adding one thing to an already existing meal, fine. Some customers do take advantage of that, and they say, "Oh, I'll have you know the marinara pasta, but can we have it with no mussels and no clams, but extra prawns?" And I'm like, "It's a marinara mix. You just shove it all in. Like, we can't pick things out from it."
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in the back. It's already mixed. You're Literally. not you're not pouring in the yeah, separate I'm not, things. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not Aquaman <laughs> here. I'm not I'm not Hades <laughs> I'm not or whatever
2: God of the sea. I think Poseidon <laughs> is the one you're looking for there, but
1: Is yeah? Okay, I was wondering which one Hades was. What's Hades doing? God of the underworld.
0: <laughs> yeah, use hell, I think. <laughs> okay.
3: Anyway, um,
0: but so, you know, you go to the what, chefs and be like, okay, can I get, you know, a Hawaiian pizza with olives? And they'd be like, no. And I'd say to the chefs, "Um, I need a Hawaiian pizza with olives. This is what the customer has ordered. And he'd be like, well, that's not a Hawaiian pizza, is it? I'm here making this pizza. I'm making I made this menu. I wrote this thing, blah blah blah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I have to have this conversation with him being like, this customer is paying for our food and you just refuse to make any small change to it.
2: Goodness <laughs> me, try to pull the integrity card
0: oh,
2: <laughs> I will seriously. not have
1: my art messed with. To be fair, you, you are you are the, the middle person so often, aren't you, between the customer and the chef? Yeah, honestly.
0: The middleman, you like 90% of the time, you're just running back and forth between the table and the chef being like, how long? 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Customer, it'll be 15 minutes. <laughs> how long? 25 minutes. <laughs> you said it was 20 minutes. Like,
2: honestly. Oh, well, totally you've done bad. well, Ella, for surviving. We appreciate the call and thanks so much for listening in. Thanks, guys. Thank Have you. Been. Lachlan, you're a, you were a waiter at one stage and got a bit of a whinge for us.
4: Yeah, I was and uh, <laughs> it's still... It still is a, is a party conversation today because it just blew my mind. I went over to this table to see how they were finishing up because they were literally just finishing their meals. And this lady just goes, oh, can I get a refund? I didn't really like that. And I looked at a plate. It was completely empty. And I was like, um, so, wait, what happened to the food? She's like, I, I ate it. I was like, so you didn't like it and you ate the whole thing? She goes, yeah, so can I get a refund? And I was like, "I'm um, <laughs> Sorry. I don't. I don't. Um. I, I was just gobsmacked. I call, and, and I called over my manager, and I was like, "Look, mate, can you just, can you come and help me out here?" And he was just like, "She she told the story to him. He was like, i 'Look, I'm I'm sorry. Like, we can't give you a refund if you've eaten the whole meal, sweetheart.'" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and well, he didn't say it, sweetheart. i, I was going but Yeah. Um, and. Like, I'm recycling an old meme here when I say we pack her up, boys, and we just told her <laughs> to, to move on.
2: Yeah, um, but, you yeah, ate it, just, you bought it. That's the yeah, old Yeah, that's right. Saying. Yeah, that
4: was it. And then so we, we ended up giving her a little um, after-dinner mint to say sorry, but then she never came back. And we were just like, oh, see, ya. see ya, champo. That was... <laughs> Goodness gracious me. It was bizarre.
2: Yeah, if if you get to the end of it, you, you, you ask them, are you hungry anymore? And they say, no, I think I think you've done the service yeah. and require reimbursement there. Oh, yeah,
1: she, great, she, I should use that. She yeah. asked for the refund as she's licking the plate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I get a refund? Just, <laughs> just
4: looking looking deep into my eyes, just licking the plate going,
2: yep, I need a refund, please. <laughs> that's it. Oh, goodness me. Well, thank you so much, Lockham, for the call. Appreciate no it right. and best of luck in lockdown, man. Thanks Hope so you much. do well. Yeah,
4: Thank you very much.
2: Cheers, and thank you for listening in to All Day Breakfast today. It's been a whole heap of fun hanging out. Thanks to Charlie Pickering for joining us. Good times.
1: Yeah, always good to see Rad Dog as well uh, dropping by, just just shedding some, some fierceness into the mic. Um, and, hey, always keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex anytime you've got something that you connect with or relate to on the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.
0: Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.